we thought we'd do just a little bit of a, a recap of the ladder. Now that, you know, we kept saying that once we get sort of, you know, five, six rounds in, we'd actually start to do a bit more of a look back. So a 10 minute max discussion, and then we'll kind of work, you know, the rest of the discussion into the games. So ladder as we currently stand at the end of round six. So we've got Richmond at number one. So they've won five games with 141%. We've got West Coast Eagles, which have also won five games with 128 We've got GWS at third, so they've won four games and they're 136. Got the one draw there. Yep, we've got uh, Hawthorne as well, so they've won four games and uh, 119, so that's that's a pretty good result for, for them. I don't think anyone had, um, certainly, I think mainly out of that top four, I don't think anyone had Hawthorne and West Coast in the top four well, at this stage. I don't think too many people would have had either of them, let alone both. No, I definitely didn't. No, we definitely didn't. The um, other two teams, though. I other two teams we both yeah. had. Well, yeah. I, I had GWS one, Richmond at, I think, three or four. Same um, as me. Yeah. And I have Port on top. But Port I had GWS was the other second. one. Yeah. Um, but then we've got uh, Adelaide at number five. So they've had four wins with 117%. Um, and then we have Port Adelaide, four wins as well, 111. Uh, and then we've got Sydney at seventh with four wins, 107. So this it is quite crowded at that top yep. end. It's all pretty much percentage between um, four and seven. And then we've got North in the eight too, which I think is another um, surprise. Won three games, uh, which is a really good result so far after six rounds. And their percentage is even a bigger surprise. Exactly, 118%, which, as you pointed out, was, you know, that's, you know, it's above massive. what they were getting when they were making finals, finals yeah, well, and absolutely. making those multiple prelims. We've got Geelong at ninth, uh, so again, three games as well, 110%. We've got Collingwood, you know, again, I, I think obviously they started poorly, but then they really, really started to turn it around. A bit of a surprise, definitely, to have them that high. So Collingwood at 10, three wins, 105. Uh, then we've got Frio at 11, three wins, 101. Uh, who, again, the s- somewhat surprise packet. And then we've got Melbourne, three wins, 96. I-, I think this is where it sort of starts to get a little bit disappointing. I think Melbourne would definitely have hoped for at least four, I would have thought, out yeah. of this stage. Gold Coast, three wins, 80. Um, Essendon, two, two wins, wins, 85. So the percentage, I think Essendon would be very disappointed. Obviously, the wins, too. They'd won at least three. Um, we'll get a little bit into you know their... their Issues at the moment with Essendon um, later on in the episode. Uh, Western Bulldogs, two wins, 74. Obviously, very big disappointment. Um, I had dogs back in the eight. I actually thought they would be better this year. There was a, quite a few people that ranked them down. That was one of the punts that yep. I took. You, you you did the same thing. Yep. Um, so that that is fairly disappointing. And then, obviously, those two beltings they had at the start of the season has really hurt their percentage. Yeah, and that's the thing... Um, Really, they're only a game out of the eight. Mm. So this is how close the season is, but it it's, is. it's that percentage. Trying to make up over 150, it's almost 150 points in arrears over the rest of the season. And that's a, that's a lot of big wins um, yeah. to, to make up that, to get to 100%. So, oh, without a doubt. Yeah, not ideal. I mean, obviously, so we're not, we won't do this each, each week, but I think it's given we're sort of a little bit into it now... We'll do one again probably in three or four weeks and just sort of see where everybody's at. Just sort of when each sort of, you know, market each of the season, we can sort of look back on the ladder and see, you know, who's gone up and who's gone down. So then we've got the um, St Kilda Saints at 16th, one win, 71%. So that's a a massive disappointment. I think they would have really shot for at least three as a bare minimum. And 71's a really horrible percentage. Again, we'll we'll go obviously, you know, deeper into, um, you know, discussion around this. And then um, Brisbane, 17th, 0-0, so nothing, 66. 
and then Carlton right down the very bottom at 66. So six, so Brisbane was 66.84, sorry, and then Carlton at 66.33. So zero yeah. for both. Yeah, so I don't think too many people are surprised with Brisbane being where they are um, and no. definitely have shown some fight and signs that they're on the up. I think Carlton haven't. And I think that's not the biggest, all, no. biggest concern there is that they're not showing any fight, really, um, or any reason or willpower to, to even win quarters, let alone a whole game. So, um, yeah, pretty disappointing for Carlton supporters at the moment. Um, I don't think they'd be disappointed if they were 0-6, and six, but those games were tighter and closer, and uh, there was some hope, but it just doesn't look like they're in a position at the moment that they're, they're going to even get a win together. No, it's not looking good. I mean, look, so going from the top, I think we'll probably skip Richmond because, I mean, they, you know, we'll, we'll talk a bit about them anyway. And, you know, I'm not really remotely surprised they're that high up. Um, we'll, go, we'll probably skip GWS too, mainly because the main points that I think we're both going to make, we can talk about in the Brisbane um, game they played just gone. Yep. Let's talk about West Coast though. So, for me, they're the clear surprise. I, I, I don't think anyone thought that... I mean, they, they nearly beat Sydney at home. That was the only loss. They lost in the first round to Sydney. Yeah, so they've won five on, on the trot. Five on the trot. No other team seems to be able to be doing at the moment. Or looking to win. That well, Richmond are close, close, but yeah. at the same time, I mean, West Coast look really, really consistent. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go further, obviously, into this. But, I mean, West Coast have clearly benefited from Prittis and Mitchell coming out of that midfield... And then been injected with some speedy youth. Well, and speed it's given it's made them so much more unpredictable. And like it's they helped look, their forward line. Mm, they look good because the ball gets down there so fast. The Darling and Kennedy can just go, and they read each other really well. They don't ever seem to run into each other or no. Or um, they look organised. Very organised in the crowd. And I've actually. I'll bring it up now. I was going to bring it up in the no, actual no. game review. Um, I think they're the most potent team in the comp across the board. I reckon they've got scoring. Oh. Power from the halfback line right through, and obviously at the front end with Darling, Lacroix, and Kennedy, they're yeah. just going to be so hard. You, you can score them and Richmond. I mean, they just have they seem to have scoring power yeah. all over the ground. And look at look at who's number one, one and two. two. Yeah, so and GWS are probably the third best at it, and they're three. Yeah, so and they're playing shit football. The only other asterisk I would put in there is I, I think Collingwood's ability to score from the midfield has been exceptional. And they're a little yeah, bit unlucky lucky. to be tenth, but it's obviously a very, very tight ladder. Oh, yeah, uh, they've still won three out of six, which is quite good. And they, you know, nearly, you know, they're pretty competitive against Richmond at the G, which is probably the almost the hardest. They trip were at the moment the, in football. That forty-one points is <coughs> not a sign. No, of they how didn't close tell the, the story. Was, no. <clears throat> yeah, so that's um, yeah. West Coast are looking super. I, I didn't. I definitely didn't have them no. to be as good as this. Is it stage of the year? And yeah. 128% is actually not that bad. It's enough of a springboard. Yeah, absolutely. So, look, with nine or ten more games in in Perth, I can't see them not playing finals this year yeah. at this stage. So, yeah, they're an interesting um, team. I like the way they play football. I've always been a bit of a West Coast um, fan since their early inception with um, Chris Lewis's and your main wearings and, mm-hmm. and um, Peter Matera and obviously... Um, when the old man knew how to, to um, coach a footy club before he went and lost the plot at Collingwood and, yeah. and really lost it at Carlton. That's it. Um, yeah, so Mickey, it's, it's good. Mickey Malthouse. Mickey Malthouse. <clears throat> but no, they look really good. So we just wanted to sort of do a bit of a recap 
um, and you know talk about the sort of the major surprises. North's the only other team in that eight that I'm really surprised about. Being Hawthorne there. a little bit. I mean, I didn't. I did not. Not where they are. Yeah, not that high. Yeah. I may have said they'd be. I wouldn't have been surprised in eight, but all the. I'm not surprised that both Adelaide teams are in there. Um, I'm not surprised that Sydney, Sydney are in there. Yeah. Um, it's starting to really sort of shape, take shape now. Obviously, you look at the bottom four: Carlton and Brisbane. Most people would have had Carlton and Brisbane in the bottom four. Um, we both did. Yeah, St Kilda. Some people would have had in the bottom four as well. I had them at fourteen, so not far yeah, off. Yeah, and I think are. I had them fifth. Um, well, the yeah, dog, doggy. The doggies are obviously, and Essendon would be the major surprises. Essendon's percentage like, too. Yeah. If you'd said to me they would be eighty-five percent after round six, I yeah. would say, what, "Did Danaher get injured, or like what happened to mm. all their forward, forward lines?" So, but the thing is, doggies over the last three weeks are starting to show signs of playing proper football again. And They're lifting. Essendon are. I'm not happy that my team have to face them this weekend. No, I'll talk about that later. We'll get into that. But um, yeah, so we just wanted to quickly yeah. run through the ladder, just have a bit of a discussion about that, and we'll we'll go, you know, obviously much further into the teams. But it is interesting to look at it, and I think you know, for me, the top sort of two teams that I've been really happy with on one side, I, I would say in terms of you know how well they're positioned, I would say West Coast, and I would still say North at this stage, but because everyone else I pretty much expected to be in the eight but you know that in a couple of weeks if north really so because they just lost if they start to really drop off you know i was a bit disappointed with them against port adelaide um and the round just gone but i'd probably say west coast and north what about you would you say the same yeah absolutely yeah they're the Um, two by by a mile um and i mean teams that we're disappointed in the top two north melbourne north melbourne the other thing is the second stingiest defense in the comp that's huge like the, the and funny, funny Ben Jacobs is, is tagging people and it's working. Yeah. He's the only one that's got Mitchell this year, pretty much. Pretty much, and yeah. And he's got some other scouts. That's probably too. the only game that Mitchell's not going to get two or three votes so far. For so far, so yeah. So that's a big scalp. Yeah. Um, drawing, uh, digging deeper into yeah, the, but the um Oh, just before we do that. But no, the no. other surprise is, is GOS have got the stingiest defence and they've been known to be an offensive threat, but they've only allowed 400 points to be scored. So um, people don't talk about how important that can be oh, yeah. come finals time. So as and we'll, as I said, we'll talk about GWS in, in more detail um, during the game that they played. But that's um, that's pretty um, impressive for, for them to be able to stop teams from scoring. Um, no, it looks good. Yeah, it looks, looks really good. good. But yeah, I've, all right, the, the disappointments, oh, for me, St Kilda. Saints and... Yeah. Uh, at this stage, Essendon. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, the only, I'm disappointed. Melbourne's the, the only other major one there. Yeah, but I would, didn't really have too much expectations around. I, I mean, I had oh, them in the eight, but at the same time, knowing what that football club's capable of not doing, that doesn't surprise me. Um, and disappointed in how Carlton are losing their games now. Well, Carlton for me is probably probably the number one because I expect. I mean, look, I, I, you know, I thought to. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know I had them very low, but at the same time, you know, I expected them to be more competitive than this, especially after round one. I know we, I know we were kind of one of the people that went the other way and really highlighted, you know, the issues that Carlton had that night. A, a lot of people that talk, you know, sit down talking about the game were really pumping Carlton up after round one. We kind of found a number of stats that were pretty alarming. Yeah. But that said, um, I still was pretty impressed with with a number of things there. But the, you're right. For me, they're the most disappointing. But then I would say I would St Kilda's got some, you know, a lot of promise. They were a decent team last year. You know, they smashed Richmond last year. They they were they made the you know they they, they yeah. made a lot of you know ground last year. So this is that to me so far. 
yeah, I mean, and we saw Sydney last year absolutely turn it around, so a yeah, lot of these discussions could turn away, but I really don't see them doing a Sydney. No, no. They, they haven't got the class that Sydney have got. Thanks for so much for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. You can check us out on social media at AFL Deep Dive on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Definitely check out our sponsor as well, Hops to Home. Uh, Hopstome.com.au is a craft beer delivery service. Very, very solid. You can use uh, our podcast name, so AFL Deep Dive, in the promo code for a $25 discount, which um, is pretty solid on your first first pack. Just your best pack. It's not a constant discount. Um, But yeah, much appreciated. Thanks and for listening. So rate and review. Rate and review That's on it. iTunes. That'd be great. Helps us out. It just helps people find the podcast. So if you, I know other people use um, and this we, we try to upload our podcast on all the platforms to make it easier for listeners. But it does actually really help if you rate us on the iTunes app. Um, so on the actual podcast app on on an Apple phone because it does. Um, like a lot of the other apps actually get their analytics off the iTunes app. So if you rate us on there, it actually helps us on other ones too. So that'd be really good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have Enjoy a great the weekend. Week. Cheers. See ya.